Necessity is the mother of invention, so get ready for a mother of a ride. Gas up your laptops, your tablets, and devices, cause our asses are all quarantined inside. More and more every day, the world just feels so very far away. Less and less things to do, so pull up a chair and let us talk to you. I'm Summer. And I'm Cody, and this is the More and More Everyday Podcast. He's a fifth grade teacher. She's a historian. And this is a daily blog and interview series brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project to capture and preserve the stories of students and teachers in the COVID-19 era. Welcome. I'm joined today by Pete Fasciola, who is communication faculty at South Mountain Community College. So thank you, Pete, for being with me today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So I wanted to just start by asking you, um, how are you? (laughs) How's this going? Well, it's going well. I mean, there's certainly been some downside to it. The the isolation is tough. And like we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of an introverted person. But so I was surprised at how difficult the isolation would be. But generally, it's going well. I'm sort of focusing on the opportunities it's bringing instead of just being separated from everybody. Yeah, that was something you mentioned on Friday that I immediately, it immediately spoke to me that your um, enthusiasm and your excitement over this kind of challenge is, it's, it's contagious. So I want to thank you for um, sharing that with me on Friday and then sharing with us later today. So thank you. My um, pleasure. If you could do like a high and a low of this experience, what has been a high so far and what has been a low? The high has been finding out how many people care about each other in my life, especially on campus, how much we care about each other and how connected we are as a faculty with our administration and with our students. Mm. So, you know, it's always been there, I I feel, or I felt, but um, it doesn't always come to the surface like it does in a crisis like this. And I I certainly consider this a crisis. I agree with you. Watching us take care of each other has been really neat. Yeah. This is the historian in me wanting to find like a watershed moment, you know, when like the catalyst broke or the dam broke. Uh, I want to know if you could look back on the last couple of days or a couple of weeks, could you pinpoint a day where it was like everything changed on that day or in that moment? Yes. Um, now, just in general, right? We're talking about not necessarily for being at work, being at school. Whatever you feel comfortable sharing. So, yeah, if it's okay. p- pertaining to your job or if it's pertaining to your life, whatever feels best for you. Well, I, I think I was looking at this situation as something that was kind of, I mean, and I was following the news and trying not to be real uh, down or overly focused on the, the negative aspects of this. So I didn't prepare myself, I think, for a trip I made to Costco. And I have a membership that allows me to get in a little early. So I thought, well, I'll go early. I'll get a couple things I need. And then I'll come home and get to work. Well, I got to Costco and there were over 500 people in line wrapped around the warehouse twice. And I kind of freaked out for a second because I didn't expect that. So I said, well, I'll just, I'll find, I found the end of the line and got in and 
pe- people were real polite and in good spirits for the most part. But after waiting two hours in line, I still wasn't in. And I saw people coming out with giant shopping carts, mounded, just heaped with stuff. And I realized, well, even if by the time I get in, there's not going to be anything to, to get anyway, which was certainly the case. So I went home and it was that moment when I thought, okay, something's going on here that I really need to take a little bit more seriously and prepare myself to deal with. Mm. What day was that? Was it during spring break or uh, last week? I'm trying to think. I'm not good at um, it was during spring break. Yeah. So it must have been. So I think this was Wednesday. Yeah. Of spring break that I'm talking about. That was my day. March 11th was truly the day that it was like everything's different. The, my whole yeah. life has, is like a before and after now on March 11th. And, and so much of that's because decisions were made on March 11th that impacted the rest of my year. And like you, I think I went to the grocery store on Tuesday and it was normal. And then I went back on Wednesday because I, like, I had to see it. Does that make sense? Like I, I'm sitting yeah. there hearing about what you're t- describing, the, the toilet paper being gone and the cans of beans gone. And, and I thought I, I need to go see it. So I went to the grocery store to see it for myself. And I don't know, I don't know if when life will ever be back to normal after that. You know, it was like, what a day. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I hear you. I, I kind of hate to say it out loud, but I really felt like I felt after 9-11. Yeah. Interacting with people. People were pulling together. I mean, there were some people who were just out of their minds with anxiety, I guess. And mm-hmm. so they were behaving based on that fear. But generally, people were pulling together and supportive. And it really felt like right after 9-11, mm. just the shock of it and then how people reacted. Yeah. Gosh, thank you for telling me about that. Let's talk about um, your next thing. You said something that was pretty cool. Uh, and the question is, how are you staying in touch with your students? And I wanted you to share a little bit about how you reached out to your students initially, but then also that story you told us on Friday about following up with your students and how that how that turned out for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... All my classes are hybrid classes or online classes. So my online classes, of course, are just sort of business as usual. Mm -hmm. And that's been a nice touchstone for me for a little normalcy because I have this exact same interactions with that group of people that I did before all this happened. Yeah. But the hybrid classes, my first reaction was, okay, I, I have a lot of online teaching experience. I'll just jump on it, get this together, put it all out there, and we'll go from there. Well, there were was like no reaction from the students. They, they barely responded to anything that was there. Um, and in fact, I posted something that said, hey, is anybody, are you out there? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't date myself, but the old Pink Floyd song from the Wall album. <laughs> um, and, and then the chancellor made the announcement that we we're going to be sort of on hiatus until April 6th. So I said, well, I'm, I'm going to regroup really get in touch with my students. So I started thinking again about what we discussed on Friday at Dr. Garrison's meeting, that I could really get down about this. You know, my mm-hmm. students aren't responding. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be teaching in the classroom. Who knows how we'll complete the course to, well, there's some opportunities here. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the opportunities is 
I have time now that I never had. I've always wanted to put public speaking online, never had the time to do it. Well, now I have the time to do that. And I really have the mandate to do that as well. So that's been a positive. Um, I'm going to learn a lot of new technologies. I'm going to get to connect with students in a way that I haven't. And I don't just mean technologically, but after we reconnected, they're sharing things about their life, sort of like we're talking about here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm really making deeper connections with them than I have for the whole, whole semester. Mm. So it, it kind of made me say, well, I, I can really, as much as of a, of a crisis as this is, I can count my blessings that, you know, I, I'm in a position where, unlike a lot, lot of unfortunate people, I'm going to have a job through this. Mm-hmm. We're not shutting down and not getting paid. Um, I'm going to connect with people in a way I haven't done before. And I'm actually going to achieve things professionally that I haven't been able to, haven't had the time or haven't made the time to do. And so I wrote a, an, uh, an announcement on Canvas to my students sort of stating that and asking them to recognize what are some of the opportunities that they would have in this, even though we're all facing this tough time. And I posted a short video and I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So usually if I do a video, I like to have it slickly produced, <laughs> you know, in Adobe Premiere with all kinds of transitions and, you know, look as much as I can, like a Hollywood video. And I thought, no, that's not what this calls for. So I just held up my phone and did a, a real quick down and dirty video and posted them. And I was really happy to see that where I wasn't getting any response the response just exploded in in my courses and got a number of different responses and people saying, yes, I'm enthusiastic. I want to finish. I'm ready to go. This will be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. So it just was very uplifting, very uplifting and very positive for me. I love that story. I love that it was like a, almost a challenge and a call to your students. Like, will you go on this journey with me? And in many ways, that's what you were saying. And then they're responding with like, yes, thank you for inviting me. Right. They were like, heck yes, I'm ready to go. So yeah, it was. And I honestly, I knew that they would want to, but I didn't really expect that they would be that enthusiastic, you know, in response to me. Yeah. That's so I was great. happy. That's great. So um, you mentioned your public speaking class, making that online, but you are also really proficient in technology. So one thing I'd like to know is, is there a new tool that you've learned during this or a new skill that you've mastered in the last couple of days that you want to tell me about? Well, I'm working on WebEx, but I wouldn't say I've, I've mastered it yet. I, if, if, if you tried to use it. No, um, I'm going to call in tonight to the happy hour just to see how it works and be kind of a, you know, participant observer. But I've heard yeah. it's really challenging. It's really challenging. And I'm really concerned that it's going to work for us in class. So um, it's something I'm going to continue to work with. But I, I think this medium we're on now is so much nicer. Mm-hmm. It, it's simpler and, and, you know, it doesn't have the bells and whistles, but I prefer it. Um, and I like Zoom as well. So yeah. I've really never had a chance to use that before or never had, I felt the need to, but now I do. So that's something that I've also worked with. And I do feel that was easy and I could get right up on that and, and go with it. Yeah, great. I Yeah, I, the only thing I don't love about the Google Meets is it uh, it's not as easy to record with Google Meet as yeah. it is with Zoom. Um, but 
you know, there's other other things and other tools. So I like to use uh, Camtasia Studio and just do a screen capture mm. like this. Camtasia. One of the things I am doing is I'm faculty developer on the faculty development team. And so since we're not going to probably have our luncheons and all that sort of thing that we spend our money on, I'm going to see if we can get a site license for Camtasia because it is easy to use. And I think it's something a lot of people might want. So Camtasia, I could record this video you and I were having using Camtasia and Google Meet. I love it. If you feel like it down the road, send me a picture of your office if you have one at South and then your office now, right? Like where are you working? What does your workspace look like? I'd love to see some examples. We'll probably do a blog post with photos of faculty workspaces then and now. Um, but this leads me into my next question, which is how are you maintaining a sense of normalcy, either professionally or personally, whichever you want to share? Wow. Um, that's a hard question because I don't know that I have a sense of normalcy yet. Mm. Um, it still feels pretty wobbly <laughs> right now. Um, professionally, I, I, I'm not there yet. It, it's uncertain. It feels uncertain. So this has helped the fact that we've connected and sort of had a, a discussion. So I appreciate that. So I'm still working on that. So I'll take any suggestions that you, you have uh, about how to do that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I um, Normalcy for me, uh, I think my darkest day was last, either last Tuesday or last Wednesday. Those days were hard. Um, and I think it was, yeah, Tuesday was really rough. And then Wednesday morning, I woke up at like six in the morning and I was like, F this. <laughs> I am not putting up with this anymore. So I blew my hair dry. I wore work clothes. I wore my four inch high heels and big earrings for the Zoom meeting. Because <laughs> I'm like, I am going to, I'm going to go to work at my dining room table every day until this is over. And that's when my student, um, Yvonne, who you read her post, she and I brainstormed like, let's write about this every day. Let's do something every day that feels like work. Um, and that has helped. So giving myself a sense of routine has been helpful. That, that, yeah, that's really good. Um, I, I think the idea of a space too, because I don't really have a workspace here at home. I usually work in my office at school Yeah. and then I come home to be home. And so uh, my passions, I love music. And so I play different instruments. So I have one room that has drums and guitars and basses all set up and I have another room where I like to, to paint and draw and that's all set up. So I, I think I'm going to have to repurpose one of those spaces yeah. and make it like a home office. Yeah. Or do what I'm doing and use the dining room table. My husband's a teacher and he had a zoom meeting this morning as well. And so he set up a little office in the backyard. He was like, I'm going to sit outside <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, I only have two more questions left. And the first is, do you have a favorite quote or mantra that you've been saying to yourself recently or that you use often to kind of keep yourself motivated? Wow. Um, and not really. Um, but I'm a man of faith, so I, I pray a lot. And it's, that's been sort of my mantra is just praying to 
that, that things that, that everybody's okay basically and that whatever we face we can still keep a sense of joy and, and purpose about us mm-hmm. but as far as a mantra I really don't I can't think of anything that's been uh, coming up over and over again well if you think of one let me know I will and then you're the second person doing this interview with me. The first is your colleague, Azra Mahmood, who also teaches communication. But I'm curious, what, what would you like to hear from other faculty or from students about this very bizarre historical era and their experiences? I, I'd like to know what their fears are mm-hmm. in terms of finishing school and you know finishing these courses and how that might impact their futures Mm. you know because I think a lot of students have a they have a lot of anxiety about well what's even if I get this degree what am I going to do with it Mm. and now everything's shutting down so they're they're uncertain about finishing the class and then I I know some of them are thinking because some of them have have messaged me you know what's the point sort of a um, generalized angst or hopelessness Mm -hmm. that what's the world going to be like? And so what I finish this class, what's the world going to be like? What can I do with this? I mean, I think, aren't we all feeling that sense of fear about what will, I hate when people say this is the new normal. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't want this to be the new normal. Right. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. But I've heard that a lot and I'm trying, I don't know about you. I'm trying to stay away from the news now. Oh yeah. No, I can't. I, I can't. It's too much. No. I can't. The only news I find myself gravitating towards are these personal stories um, or maybe some like other. I sent a link to Klein this morning of more of a socioeconomic analysis of how pandemics like this affect us culturally. Right. So not the individual loss or, or gains, which I can't. Thank you. Um, Amazon just dropped off a package. <laughs> They're still functioning. <laughs> Yay, Amazon. Um, but yeah. there, there was, you know, one about the impact that this will have on feminism and, and women in the home and out of the home. There was another about the socioeconomic impacts. And I'm, I'm interested in that from an intellectual perspective. But the scary statistics and the ideas of, you know, people being isolated and alone in hospitals, it, I, I simply can't, I cannot go on if I continue to know those things. So I just... I have to desensitize and, and, and disassociate when necessary. Yeah. Wow, those sound like really interesting, you know, uh, studies. Yeah, I'll share the link on our on uh, on the blog post when I tell your story and, and mention that we talked about it. So, okay, cool. um, in closing, Pete, uh, where can people find you or connect with you if they they just want to? Are you on Instagram or any of those or just email? Probably, I mean, I am on all those social media, but again, right now I'm trying to stay away because it's all, it's all Corona all the time. And so I'm I'm trying to just stay away, you know, from that. So probably email is the best way to get me now. Okay. So, um, and your emails at South Mountain Community College? Yeah. Or easier is drdr.pete at maricopa.edu. Dr. Fasciola is a hard name to spell. So yeah. That's great. I, um, if you don't mind, send me that link correctly in uh, in my email, and I'll post it along with your story on the on the web. 
Okay, cool. That's great. Well, Pete, keep keep the good fight going. I'm so impressed with what you're doing. I'm I'm so happy your students are are enthusiastic about this challenge. With you. you too. This is awesome uh, work that you're doing, and I just really enjoyed it, and I appreciate you taking a minute to talk to me. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, I will be in touch, and you keep in touch with me as well. Okay. All right. Stay healthy. All right. You too. Bye, Pete. Bye bye. You can find us at SouthPhoenixOralHistory.com, on Instagram at SMCCHistory, or send us an email at HistorySouthMountain at gmail.com. Music provided by Jake and Emily Speck.